When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Busy week for the NFL free agency continues. Uh, we've already talked about Zeke, the running back room, Joe Mixon, what's going to happen there in 2023. We're going to move on to the quarterback position, backup quarterback. Uh, For me personally, I thought they'll probably bring Brandon Allen. Um, He's going to be the backup. They usually work that out in the offseason. We get closer to the draft or before OTAs. But there was a report today. Cooper Rush was someone that the Bengals were eyeing at the backup quarterback position. What did you think about that? I think maybe the only game they've watched of him was the Bengals (laughs) Cowboys game. (laughs) Like, man, this kid can play. (laughs) That's my first thought, at least. I'm like, yeah, I mean. They probably answered Mike White too, right? He's gone. I think he's with Miami. I mean, next it's going to be uh, our the Week One game against the Steelers. Oh, back. Trubisky, 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 a Steeler. He's going to be a Steeler next year, I think. I mean, at this for me personally, for the backup position, um, that is a topic of conversation when it comes to late rounds and 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 what's important. Sure. Um, the topic of conversation, and you know, what if they don't? I'm sorry, I've said this before. If Joe Burrow isn't on the field or he's gone for an extended period of time, I don't feel good about where this team is going to go. You can look at the 49ers. You can look at a lot of other teams that they're able to just. They're okay. They can move along. They can get wins without their franchise quarterback. But for me personally, if Joe isn't out there, I don't feel good about it. So I never look too much into the backup quarterback position. Obviously, it's important to have that guy on the sideline in the quarterback room. Um, obviously, Joe has a good relationship with Brandon Allen. But for me personally, I've never looked into it as much as I think Bengals fans are bringing it up as the backup quarterback it's important who should they get maybe late in the draft I don't really want to spend a draft position or draft pick when you have seven of them on a backup quarterback to be completely honest with you yeah I mean you want to talk about waste of resources it's backup quarterback I don't care I just if bro misses time you're probably not going to be a good team even if you have a good backup that's just how it is you just pray bro doesn't miss time and Allen's had flashes Mm -hmm. I just think of that Texans game where he was lights out it was the year burrow got hurt he was throwing heat checks aj green was catching bombs t higgins caught some bombs it was it was a show it was a highlight reel like all of his career highlights might be that game um and he hasn't looked the same in any other game but you know it's there the main thing with backup quarterback to me is they feel familiar with the offense can do that type of thing that's brandon allen and he has a really good rapport with joe burrow they're basically assistant quarterback coaches. If Burrow likes that, then he should keep him around. That's the one thing about the rookie. You no longer have that assistant quarterback coach type. Like, what's the rookie going to tell you that Joe Burrow can't see? You know, unless it's Stetson Bennett with his 10 years of college experience, maybe. Um, but yeah, I I don't, I'm not, in, you have limited resources. I just, how can you uh, complain about like the Mixon's making too much money, Jonah's making too much money, and then want to spend six million on a backup quarterback? I'm not into it. I'm just, not, I just don't care. I just, 
if the team has Burrow, they win. If they don't, it's probably not looking good. And they're still a pretty good team, so they could win games like that. They won two games with backup quarterbacks the year Burrow got hurt. They won the Texans game, and they won Muppet Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it's not like you're, you know, every game's a loss for if he misses three games. Maybe you just go one and three. And is it worth six million dollars to go two and three during that stretch or something like that? If he misses the year, you're just done. So that's where I am on the whole backup quarterback thing. I think I think it's a waste of resources. Let me ask you this in the sixth round, backup quarterback or punter? Punter. Especially oh. Michael Turks there. That's my guy. I'm I'm looking at these mock drafts out there and Bengals fans, you get the tight end, you get the running back, you get the offensive line, you get the trenches on the defensive line. I'm not seeing a punter and, and maybe they wait until after the draft and they pick up someone, but I'm, I'm putting a punter in there. If there's a, a legit weapon, I've said it before. It's important. They're going to be more than likely moving on from Drew Christman. Um, you know, never no new updates with Kevin Huber, but I think that's, that's, that's over. Uh, but personally, I'm 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 punting. I'm I'm drafting a punter. Me too. I do it on all my mock drafts. I take Michael Turk in like the sixth round. So that's that's where I am on it. That's, who's going to make more of an impact? The punter's going to be on the field, <laughs> like a rookie backup quarterback. You probably have to carry three quarterbacks just yeah. because like you don't trust that guy to get it. Like the I can't remember his name, but the UCLA guy. You don't trust him to step in there and win a game. Any more than Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen could do what he does at a six-round pick. Like that's that's fine for Brandon Allen to do that. I I don't know. That's maybe I'm too cynical on it. If they take a backup quarterback, fine. I get the idea. I just I think it would be more important more important for the Bengals to have a Brandon Allen type that's going to help Burrow in his preparation for games and be able to run the offense effectively on scout team. I want to ask you this right now in free agency. It's March 23rd when we're recording this. And of course, a move will probably happen after we're done. But how do you feel about this roster right now? There's still a draft to go. Do you feel confident in it still being, you know, the top in the AFC, you know, able to take on the AFC North with some of the holes they currently do have? Yeah. Yeah, like they didn't lose enough guys for me to be that concerned. I like Nick Scott, Orlando Brown's an upgrade at left tackle. You have question marks. You had question marks during the season last year. They kept their win streak going with three offensive line injuries. Uh, I am not, and Cheeto's coming back. I think when fully healthy, this team's probably better than it was during that win streak. Are they better on paper than they were last year? I probably felt better about certain spots last year, but they're more developed. Like Burrow's better than he was last year going into the year. Jamar Chase is better. T Higgins is better. All these guys are better than they were going into the season last year. You think Dax Hill is going to be better than he was last year, although he has to step into a big role. Um, Cam Taylor Britt, better. He's probably, I would think if you are trying to map out Cam Taylor Britt's progression, that he probably plays better than Eli Apple did last year. That's I don't think that's a hot take. I think that would be a normal progression. He was about the same level last year. If he stagnates, it's probably similar to what Apple gave you. And if he gets better, which he should, then he's probably giving you even more. So speaking of Eli Apple and free agency right now, you're right. Cheeto is going to be back. It feels like everything's going really well with Cheeto. There was a video on his Instagram the other day. He was in the weight room moving along just fine. ACL injuries are a little bit different in 2022 and 2023 um, than they used to be, but it looks like he's ready to bounce back out there in the secondary. Cam Taylor Britt in year two. Do you think Eli Apple is back with the Cincinnati Bengals next year? Yeah, because I keep saying this. Yes, because I don't know where he goes otherwise. 
<laughs> I feel like we talk about this every month because he's still there. We're like, yeah, Eli Apple, you think he's coming back? What, what do you think? The fully think you- he just signs right before like training camp. They use him as a body. He makes the team. He's like your fourth outside corner. It's great. <laughs> We've said it before on this podcast. I, look, I have no problem when you think of the cornerback room around the NFL and just secondary overall. Eli Apple stepped up when I thought the season was going to take a turn after the October 31st Browns game when Cheeto went down. He was one of the best players on the defensive side. Some would say he was the best defensive player, and he was having himself start to the season. So it was unfortunate to lose him. They go on to win 10 games and go to the AFC Championship game. I, I, I didn't have that on the bingo card. I'll be completely honest with you. When Eli Apple was able to step up, and, and he has, I, felt like, I feel like Cincinnati's home for Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people like him. He's outspoken on social media. I think if you play for another team or you're fans of another team, but for me personally, he stepped up in, in big moments when they needed him. And I would love it if he was back there in the secondary, because you don't know what's going to happen in your cornerback room. Injuries can happen at any moment. And I'd rather just have depth out there and and you can put him on the field at any time. Yeah. Yeah. I was starting level corner. That's what he is. And he gets underrated around the league. I, I think other teams should be interested. You look at some of the starting outside corners, like you could probably use Eli Apple. He's not the worst starting corner you can have. Like he is literally starting level. There's guys that go out there and they're not. Um, but at the same time, I think the off the field stuff, I think, uh, and by that, I mean, Twitter, I don't mean anything crazy. Like the Twitter stuff, I think that's a lot. And I think he's made a lot of people mad. Uh, and I think a lot of people see the draft bust. He failed his first stop. He failed his second stop. And then, I think those are just two stops. And then he gets to Cincinnati and like he's playing fine to good, but the biggest stage, he gives up the winning touchdown to Cooper Cup. I mean, how many corners are gonna do a good job on that? <laughs> but you know, that's what they see. It, it, you know, the big moments haven't always been the brightest for him. Maybe if he catches that Patrick Mahomes interception, uh AFC championship game two years ago and turns it for a pick six in overtime, maybe then teams are more interested. But like the name association with Eli Apple just feels around the league like people aren't going to be that interested but the Bengals like him they like him in the locker room he has a really good relationship with Luana Rumo they'd love for him probably to tweet a little bit less but it is what it is and uh, I'd, I'd be happy if he signs back I'm fully into that you need you need corners even if they draft a guy he's your fourth outside corner who cares <laughs> like oh man that's awesome like before that who was it James Pierre I, mean, I don't think they have James Pierre. That was a Steeler. Jalen Davis? <laughs> Jaylen, it was Jalen Davis. Davis. Um, but at the same time, I, I think one of my favorite Eli Apple games was last year against the Miami Dolphins. Because going into that game, we heard Tyreek talk. He was ready. He remembered yeah. everything from the Kansas City Chiefs days. And it was going to be this big moment. And uh, Eli really stepped up under the lights. And I just, I really, I've enjoyed him in Cincinnati in the secondary. Um, you know, sec- corners are going to get beat every now and then it's mm-hmm. just going to happen. But, uh, but yeah, I hope they can, they can get a deal, but personally, I think it's going to be a one year deal. What would be a good number for you? Cause I feel like you got to give them a little bit of a raise. My issue with that thought is he's probably lower on the depth chart. So do you give him a raise if he's going to be playing less? Mm-hmm. Cause they are probably going to play Cam Taylor Britt over him. Cheeto's probably going to start by week one. We don't know. Maybe he won't. And, they might draft a guy. It seems very likely that they draft a guy. So I would think it's a similar contract. I don't, I don't know if he gets a raise. Sorry to Eli Apple. Maybe his agent can talk the Bengals and do it a little bit better than me. 
is 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 AJ and David Malagetta because I don't think so. definitely not going to work out. Uh, but no, I think that they bring it back at a, at a pretty good price. He probably makes more than he did last year because they weren't. I don't think they will. They were kind of expecting him to start because yep. King Taylor Britt was the rookie, and it really mm-hmm. felt early on. We've talked about it on the podcast, but when Luan Arumo talked about Cam Taylor Britt and and Dax Hill, it was almost like I don't want to force him out there in the rookie year. I want to take some time for them to develop, and then then you put him out there. And unfortunately, Cam had to step up, and he was fun. He was a really good corner, and mm-hmm. you have to think about the future too in this draft class because again, when we talk about pick twenty eight. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody in the top 20 or even 15, if they happen to fall to 28, the Bengals are going to be smart. They're going to think ahead just like that Dax Hill pick last year because they were thinking, well, Jesse Bates is going to be gone. We need to have his replacement. You get Dax Hill, their best player available at the moment when they were picking. And you're going to be in the same situation at 28 because Cheeto, if he has a good season, you would have contract talks with him. Does he come back? Do you just use your rookie? Um, so I do think the cornerback room is important. And Eli Apple, he's still out there. And maybe there's a reason he's still out there. Um, but I am. I'm a little surprised because I felt like he had an okay season for them and, and he would have found a deal elsewhere. But maybe it's going to be in Cincinnati. When it comes to the wide receiver room, um, I know that some of the special uh, Darren Simmons and the Bengals offensive coordinators, you know, they're going to go out and about, look at some of these wide receivers that could be late in the draft. It's not a loaded wide receiver class. Um, we know how the tight end room looks right now. I feel like it's going to be more of a draft focus. What would you do at wide receiver number four right now? Because Trent Taylor's back. He's your other option. Is Trent Irwin gone? No, Trent Irwin's there too. My Trent Irwin, I'm so sorry. Trent Irwin's here. I want to say he has one more year in Cincinnati. Okay. That would probably be my wide receiver four, but I'm still drafting a guy. I just don't know if I would trust a fifth round pick or something. I mean, if, you know, Jackson Smith, I believe that's his name, Ohio State guy, if he falls, then sure, you know, that's your wide receiver four. But if he doesn't and they don't select him and you're picking where I think they pick wide receiver, which is day three, that guy's probably not going to start over Trent Irwin. Trent Irwin made some heck, made some great catches, made heck of a catch, back shoulder stuff. You know, I, oh man, I look, your wide receiver four isn't going to be Calvin Johnson. I think Trent Irwin is a fine wide receiver. How he's probably one of the best wide receiver. Name another wide receiver four you'd rather have. Well, a lot of Bengals fans thought OBJ was going to be wide receiver number four. So, um, no, okay, I'm just, yeah, that's a ridiculous wide receiver four. He's talking to the Bills to be wide receiver two. Yeah, if you get OBJ to just want to hang out, <laughs> just hang out on the bench, you know, coming for 50 steps while the people are healthy, sure. Do you remember right before the trade deadline? I think people wanted, oh my goodness. They wanted the Bengals to trade for Brandon Cooks and put I, like 12 you million. You think it was just Brandon Cooks? They want oh. to send a first round pick for like Jerry Judy or DJ Moore. No, it's like, how does this make sense? They are not a 10 personnel team. Jamar Chase has gone four weeks, guys. I'm glad they didn't. That one never made sense to me. Man, people I I really like to listen to were talking about it too. I was like, sending what? For a wide receiver four? I mean, and and that's why you have to, and and I know how Bengals fans, they feel like, not a lot of there's nothing really happening with Cincinnati besides the Zeke news that that popped up today but it's just like it's all quiet the front office are they all in are they going to do things they see things they're not going to go blow their money and regret some contracts because it's a big name uh when it comes to maybe a wide receiver out there or even you know the tight end market was that was a little questionable I was a little surprised they didn't they didn't uh, get some of the other top guys out there because of the one-year deals that we were seeing around the league but overall you know they trusted what they had in the room uh for me personally I wouldn't mind another one it's not going to be a huge name and maybe maybe 
yeah, maybe another draft pick. Maybe it is late. Maybe it is a late draft pick, but I guess I'm a little disappointed from the, see the AFC championship game. That's what's fresh. That's what I remember. I remember the punting. I remember when, you know, sure. T Higgins and, and Jamar chase when was, they're getting. Um, yeah. Just, my first thought is the slot. That was the big issue was that they doubled the outsides and that's where we've talked about Trent Irwin, more of an outside receiver, which I know people don't like to do because it's a white guy. So you think Julian Edelman, <laughs> you think Wes Welker. Uh, so he's 6'3". He's Eric Decker. We talked about this, uh, but we're going to make that comparison. Trent Taylor is your best slot backup. Maybe you want a better slot backup, a more dynamic slot backup. Maybe because to me, I'm happy with Trent Irwin as my outside receiver backup. It's the slot that killed them and not having a dynamic tight end, although he made some plays, not having a dynamic tight end that could take advantage of that either, or a run game that could take advantage of it. So there was, there were some issues. And I mean, really, it all goes back to the offensive line that was getting smoked every all five spots in that game, really the right side, but all five spots let them down. Um, so that a lot of things went wrong and it's still almost won. Yeah, that's true. All right, we move on. Uh, again, free agency is still happening for the Cincinnati Bengals. The draft, we're almost a month away. Plenty of podcasts on the way. And I know you have plenty of work over on all Bengals. What is up there? Uh, I'm, oh boy. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. I, I keep wanting to do another scouting report, but I just have no pulse for who the Bengals fans even care about right now. Like I wanted to do Darnell before and then free agency hit. And now I'm like, nobody cares about Darnell Washington anymore. They've moved on. So now I'm like, well, who do I move to? A lot of the guys I've watched, you know, I've watched corners, but I feel like nobody's really talking about corner. I don't know. I'll figure something out. It might even end up being quick reports and a ranking of the running backs. I thought of that one. Like that could make sense. Uh, Dick Elliott. So. Not free agents. I'm, well, maybe if Zeke signs, that'll be what's up. <laughs> to be determined. He said it could be uh, to next week, which is going to be just great. Can't wait for all of those conversations about the running back room. Uh, but make sure you check it out. Great stuff as always over on All Bengals. And then on Twitter, Breakdowns Videos, Bengals underscore Sand. You can follow me at LNDS Patterson. And thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.